Yeah, it's a, it's a bad situation for them to be in, isn't it? And Dave, what? Why is this happening? Why? Why are clubs allowed to? Why are people allowed to buy clubs and 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 then not be financially able to look after them? It's a, it's it's not just Ireland or England. We've seen this in Ireland too. Exactly. This is the worrying thing about it, and it's just one or two small extra points to add to Peter's, which just makes it more bonkers. The company that been, the company that took it over. It's the same owner. It was the same. He, he, the guy who owned Wigan and the company who owned Wigan at the time sold it to another company which he owned. And then they changed the name of ownership and this. Like, it's just so wrong, so weird, so strange. Uh, apparently, he's a high uh, poker player. I think the betting company that sponsored him are from Hong Kong. And this whole kind of betting side of it is just definitely got some legs. But as he said with the FA, the guys who are, who are looking to kind of fight this are saying, how can we be punished by the football league considering they're the ones who let them buy it in the first place? It's kind of like a double, like it's kind of being kicked while you're down, going, not only did they let this happen, but now they're going to penalise us for letting it happen in the first place if they haven't done their fit and proper tests correctly. Like, it just beggars belief. It really does. And it just goes to show you the house that football is potentially. Um, and they're just desperate for, oh, somebody's willing to buy. Yeah, let them in. Who cares? Because they're just, they know, as I said, it's a house of cards ready to happen with anybody, including the top, including the guys at the top. Apparently, Dave, uh, I was told yeah. yesterday, we've got 12 people that are interested in buying them. <laughs> yeah, 12, and I believe not one of them's an English organisation. Now, now, how big a worry yeah, is exactly. that? And that, that's the scary thing, is there... Is there money to be made from this uh, at the detriment of a club? And that's what I'd be fearful of, all this foreign investment. Like, if it's genuine and stuff like that, you, you know, even our guys at Liverpool and even the Glazer guys, they're making money from our clubs as much as they're kind of pumping it in and we're still there for their boats. Obviously, Liverpool is successful. United will be. They're making money. And it just makes me wonder, is that what even the guys at the lower end are trying to do to try and sneak their way into the Premier League by hook or by crook and get some kind of a piece of this pie and who cares what happens to the club afterwards. Yeah, no, it doesn't It doesn't sound good. Now, Peter, they, no. are, they are in 16th place. They are six points ahead of the relegation zone. They've gone on a quite a good run since they came back. They won three out of four games, only being beaten at the weekend. Paul Cook is the manager. So, they still could get themselves out of this. If they get themselves up to 12 points clear, there's a good chance they could keep their head above water. Yeah, I, I mean, if you'd have asked me this a week or so ago, I would have turned around and said, yeah, I think, I think it won't make too much of a difference. The worry is, as you quite rightly say, prior to this weekend's game against High Fly Brentford, um, they were on a good run of form. and But, of course, this is kicking the teeth, so to speak. To them, and I think by all accounts, the players looked pretty demoralised at the weekend. Um, yeah, okay, they were up against a very good side. You, you, you could sit down and say, well, what else would you expect? But this is the worry now. now um, somebody, manager, everybody concerned at that club has got to rattle round and get everybody together and get them to have the belief that, all right, what's happened is happened. 12 points, as you say, they're in a good position. I do agree with you. Probably. Two or three more wins right out of the last, I think, five games or six, whatever they've got left, would probably be more than enough, whether or not they get, you know, even allowing for this 12-point deduction. So it's not going to hit them in that aspect of it. I just think the worry would be, how is everyone going to react? You know, everybody's it's been affected by this in the whole town. They'll all run, Peter. 
they'll all run. If they manage to survive and pull it out of the bag, they'll all run because apparently they're only going to get 20% of their wage. So as much as they might pull it out of the bag for them, they'll be gone and Wigan will suffer yeah. next year instead. One way or another, well, they're probably going to suffer. Yeah, well, th- well, well, this is the problem with what happens with all clubs, isn't it, Dave? Yeah. You know, well, whenever yeah. a club goes into administration, if they can get through the end of the season, that's fine. That's, I was going to say, that's the easy of the harder part, so to speak. But as you quite yeah. rightly say, it then puts the club in a position where who are they going to attract next season? Um, unless they're going to have a so-called good owner that's going to be genuine and come in and, as you said earlier, back the promises with actual money in hand, so to speak, then admittedly they can turn things around, can't they? But otherwise, you, you know, you're spot on. This, is, this will be the big worry, as you say. Yeah, everybody will start going and then everyone's got to start from scratch again, haven't they? Yeah, and Dave Whelan has said that he couldn't see the club going under. He wouldn't let that happen. So there is that kind of safety net there that's a good thing for them, that they, they will have that safety net, that Dave Whelan would make sure that the club wouldn't go under. But that doesn't mean they wouldn't go through hard times. But not every yeah. club is going to have a Dave Whelan behind them. And if COVID is hitting the club like Wigan, how is it going to hit clubs who, who aren't playing football matches, who aren't getting TV revenue? This is what I was saying a few weeks ago, wasn't it, Roy? This is... Uh, you know, this it could be the start of. I hope I'm wrong, but it could well be the start. I mean, you know, you, you're right. It, how is it going to affect even smaller clubs? You're 100% correct. There's not going to be the money around. If some of these clubs are run by so called owners who admittedly are backed clubs with a reasonable, stressful, reasonable amount of money, but if, if they haven't got that money anymore, how then do you? trying to sell a club in particular as well um, and, and that's another issue also as well so it, it's really really difficult you know as you said big club like Wigan yeah you'd think a few years ago this wouldn't happen unfortunately it has happened and it always seems to be the case with administration with clubs that go into administration probably 99% of them they go into administration why all of them have been foreign owned and uh, you know that tells you something doesn't it yeah, well, there's a lot. There's a lot of investment coming in from foreign owners. Some seen as good, some seen as not good. Mm. So, uh, it, it's it, there needs to be stricter look at these companies coming in and not piggybacking on the back of loans to buy clubs. There should be uh, there should be money there, ready, available, and there for everyone to see. Uh, especially if there's a, a crisis, and you'd never know when there's going to be a crisis. You need to have that extra slack there. So. Yeah, the FA have a lot to to answer for, and uh, we'll see over the next month how everything goes. 